0: My name is Nina Ellison with a monthly podcast focusing on the value and power of soft skills in a leader's life. As a leadership strategist, I help leaders grow through the development of the soft skills that are in demand in our job market today. One way that you, as a leader, moves from success to significance is that you become adept in leveraging the balance between hard and soft skills every day. Hard skills are demonstrated through technical expertise with clearly measured goals and action plans. They often focus on the what. Hard skills are vital to the success of a leader's career. They're what I call the knowing. Soft skills emphasize the transformation of people with changes that make a difference in their lives. They're more about the who. Soft skills are vital for the significance of a leader's journey. Soft skills are what I call the living. Discerning the dynamic balance of these two skill sets provides the right questions for you as you pursue your desired goals and empower change in people's lives. I call this dynamic balance the significance framework. Hard skills plus soft skills equals significant leadership. The work of David Deming, Harvard professor, economist, and premier analyst in skill development, resonates with me as he shares his thoughts about skill development through an opportunity framework. What and who are the two keywords that David uses as well. The what of knowledge and the who of networks or relationships. He describes these as the building blocks in his opportunity framework. Knowledge plus network or relationships equals opportunity. From his academic background, Deming uses the terms cognitive capabilities and non-cognitive capabilities, which I've been referring to as hard skills and soft skills. He describes these capabilities as habits required in learning certain behaviors and then internalizing those behaviors through practice. Cognitive habits come from pursuing knowledge. Non-cognitive habits come from developing networks and relationships, particularly in teams. Deming also adds that moral strengths are linked to the habit of associating with people and his opportunity framework even goes further when he notes that a combination of these two habits enables the pursuit, not only of opportunity, but also of human flourishing where he says habits of mind plus habits of associating with people equals human flourishing as an economist Deming's research and analysis of these two different skills go on to reveal that there is a decline in cognitive skills, hard skills, predicting labor market wage success, while the economic importance of non-cognitive skills, soft skills, has increased. Another way of saying this is that the job market, where there's the supply and demand of labor, has demonstrated that soft skills are now predicting wage success over hard skills. Deming goes on to say that the share of U.S. employment has grown at a faster rate for those professional jobs that rely on analytical and interpersonal interaction. You know, another point that resonates with me in Deming's academic work is his reference to the network of teams in further understanding the link of non-cognitive skills to moral values. In this, I, I see a correlation in my own work in building meaningful relationships through soft skills where core values become the foundational principles that influence change so far on this podcast i've been talking from a high level overview so let me put these ideas into action at the micro level where opportunities arise to influence personal growth and profit margins when teams with meaningful relationships are built and sustained through the filter of core values there's several things that will be seen individual, and team productivity increases. Greater evidence of the presence of creativity and hope is found. Overall, performance improves. Personal growth and development advances with trust and transparency, and the team experience focuses on strengths. And with that focus on strengths, careers excel. And and it's not uncommon to see promotions. Research published in 2021 looked at low-wage temporary workers, finding that deficits in soft-skill development were a major barrier to continuing employment, to continue earning wages, and to transitioning to permanent jobs. The research said that nearly a third of the job assignments in this data ended prematurely. Terminations for tardiness, unexcused absence, and other soft-skill problems were especially high. So that's a really brief snapshot of economic opportunities lost and found at the micro level. When I think of the macro level, I think of the country of Papua New Guinea, PNG, a country that is undertaking a five-year plan beginning in 2023 for a transformation process of a very diverse country, 312 tribes and 841 languages. 841 languages represents 12% of the total languages of the world. This is an island that's around the size of the state of California. Following more than three years of study and preparation, the Tribal Foundation has partnered with a global leadership company, the Maxwell Leadership Foundation. This partnership is all about teams. It's all about relationships. Last month, 60 leadership coaches with John Maxwell traveled from every continent in the world to meet In Papua New Guinea. I was one of those leadership coaches in this experience, and our purpose was to serve and equip facilitators in a globally recognized evidence based roundtable methodology designed to spread core values. While we were there, over 1,500 facilitators were trained. The goal is to have 800,000 facilitators trained, leading roundtables in their communities so that a tipping point of 10% countrywide participation can be reached in, in what John Maxwell calls transformation tables. It's at this point that the evidence of change is anticipated. It's at this point that the evidence of change in other countries that have gone through this have begun to be demonstrated. And this change will be measured through specific intended outcomes. This is the third country I've traveled to with similar initiatives and a role in equipping facilitators. One striking memory I have is standing in a stadium in Asuncion, Paraguay, where thousands of students celebrated when it was announced that the Minister of Education had requested the teaching of core values in every secondary school in the country through the use of transformation tables. Teams had been in Paraguay working in the schools. And the students had seen that this was something they wanted to learn. This was something they longed for. But I digress. Back to Papua New Guinea and and Gary Buston, the CEO of the Tribal Foundation, who shared examples of economic opportunities in the country. One small example is that the change in values would promote an increase in tourism to this beautiful tropical island. In the past, tourism in Papua New Guinea has been impacted by safety concerns particularly the safety of women. As core values such as integrity, commitment, and purpose support soft skill development, evidence of change will be measured as visitors come to visit this island paradise. Let me ask you, how how do you measure the value of soft skills? Here are questions for self-reflection. My first question, when was the first time you realized how important soft skills were to your leadership development. And the second question, are you ready to clearly articulate the economic difference between soft skills and hard skills in your work? If you're looking to initiate a positive conversation with those who are unsure of how they feel about the economic value of soft skills, consider preparing questions that would support a generative dialogue, new ideas, fresh ideas. Questions such as, do you believe that people are the most valuable asset for influencing change and growth in an organization or a team? Or perhaps, should there be even more intentional soft skill development in our workplace? Where do you see that soft skills are making a difference in the net margin? How do you think soft skills impact the profitability of our company? And, and my suggestion, my hint <laughs> with these questions is to prepare responses of your own. So if the response is, I don't know, I'm not sure, then you are in a ready stance to keep the conversation going. Thank you for joining me on the Art of Leadership. So set up a call. I can help you as you seek growth and development on your own leadership journey. You can reach me in the link below.